stuff. It's episode 33 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I'm your host, Meg Mason, and I talk to the creators of certified and bona fide good stuff for kids and families. On today's show, I talk to Floor Bromley, who just put out her very first album of kids' music called Cheeky Music Boom. I had a great time talking to Floor. She is a very, very talented educator and performer. She's done shows all over New York City. If you've seen her, you know she's great. And if you've never seen her, I think that once you hear our talk, you'll agree. She is legit good stuff approved. Stay tuned all the way to the end of the show to hear Floor's song, Las Aves Vuelan, in its entirety. I think you'll especially like the part where I talk to Floor and she teaches me about Peruvian food. I mean, you'll like the whole talk, obviously, because she's got amazing and great things to say. But like, I learned something. I learned a big, big something. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you at the end of the show. Enjoy Floor Bromley. Welcome, Floor Bromley, to the Good Stuff Kids podcast. How are you today? Good. Thank you for having me, Mike. Uh, Awesome. I'm excited, too. So you have a brand new album, your first. Tell me a little bit about the record. Well, I started writing music for children ever since I started working with children. I write music with them. I write music for them, um, teaching Spanish through music. And um, I would just make little songs here and there. And then some kids would start singing it. And I'm like, maybe I should just do a voice memo of this song because this was good and it worked out. Then sometimes I'm like on the subway and then this melody comes up to my head and I'm like, I'll do a voice memo or that. So all of my voice memos and and stuff uh, just started calling out to me and I'm like, I should do a record of of this music. And my producer is like, you have a great material here, let's do it. So we started recording it and we selected those songs and then I got pregnant. I told my producer, we need to get this baby out before my baby's out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh-huh. So we recorded it, and then it kind of sat there for a while because I gave birth and dealing with a little baby. Uh-huh. You know, as a parent, it's crazy. Yeah, I do. <laughs> now my little baby is 15 months old, and, and I, so I started releasing it um, online here and there. Um, but now this is the official releases tomorrow. Uh-huh. Well, the gradual release is, is a cool idea because it, it sort of, I mean, in a way, lessens the pressure on you. You know, you like put it out here and like, oh, let's see how this does here. And then you put it over <laughs> there. Oh, you see how it does over there. So and in the midst of all this, you have a 15 month old baby. Wow. Yeah. OK, so you are a busy, busy, busy person. Unbelievable. <laughs> Try not to be, but <laughs> yeah, sure. It keeps me busy. It does. So, so your record is called "Cheeky Music Boom," which I think is like such a clever and and creative title. How did you come up with the title of the album? I was teaching a middle school drama in the Bronx, and I, I've been teaching those kids for the whole year, so I got very. Um, accustomed to them and them to me and I was pregnant so we're doing polls for the name of the baby and then we're doing polls for the name of the album uh-huh. and that's what Chicken Music Boom came up because they they speak Spanish and it's like I want to 
I want to convey both worlds into the name. Like, what can I do? So they, they helped me out with that. And, and that's how it came out. <laughs> that's great. I mean, it's, it's so cool to have some investment from middle schoolers. Like, you know, as someone who's worked with middle schoolers for a long time, that's not an easy audience to get on your side. So I think that's a really oh, they clever. Were great. They were great. Yeah, it sounds like you had a really nice relationship with them. So the album is... Let's see, the album's eight songs, and you said that seven of them are total originals. Mm-hmm. So, and, and a lot of them came from, you know, voice memos or, or things that you were doing. Um, tell me a little bit, the one that I really enjoyed was um, Las Aves Vuelan, if I, if I mm-hmm. said that right. So tell me a little bit about how that song came to be. <laughs> oh, thank you. Phew! <laughs> that song came out because Wave Hill in the Bronx, which is an association, hired me to do a storytelling show about hibernation. Uh-huh. So... I started uh, with the, with the story, and to me, every story needs a new song. So I I did the the, the hibernation song mm-hmm. that's in the album. Yeah, that's on the album. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, well, there's also migration, uh-huh. and so let's start and start playing out with the guitar, and, and that song came out. And then all the arrangements are are from my producer Sinue. Cool. That's- started yeah so you have a um storytelling comes up a lot i think for you yes. and with you so are, when you talk about storytelling are you telling talking about stories that you've written are you talking about stories that you find and, and then relate to your audience tell me a little bit about your storytelling background i'm talking about classical fall tale in front of the fireplace you reenact every single character storytelling nice. primitive time storytelling whoa Stories are just kind of coming from 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 the tradition of any place, and I embodied all the characters. I don't read from the book. Uh-huh. I pretty much learn the story, or mostly the story starts talking through me cool. <laughs> and tells itself, uh-huh. which is what uh, in Peru my, my teacher, well, I call it my maestro of storytelling, who's French, his name is Francois, kind of taught me how to do that storytelling thing, that you need, don't need to tell the story, the story tells it tells it through you. So. Wow, okay. I pick and select song, stories from here and there, and, 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 and that's it. I mean, some places ask me for a specific theme, and some places give me the liberty to do. For uh, the New York Public Library, uh, for the shows that I do there, um, I send them, oh, this is what I've been working on um, this year, and these are my shows, and then they book me through that. That's cool. So, I mean, we should say you grew up in Peru. You are not born in, in the States. And um, what, how, what's the biggest difference? And I know this is sort of like a, well, this is a big question. But what's the biggest difference you think, because you spend so much time with kids, between growing up how you did in Peru and kids growing up in, I guess, you know, your, most of your experience is in like the New York area. What's the, what are some differences or what's the biggest difference? It's like kids are kids everywhere and they're they're the same pretty much i'm gonna say the biggest difference is the way the kids attach to you um when i was working for the ministry of education taking songs and stories around um peru i would have to go to this really poor neighborhoods and um and the kids just really get attached they, they want to touch you they want to like be here with you here is a little bit more more cool uh-huh. Yeah, everybody's cool. <laughs> You're the performer. Yeah. We'll sit over here. Uh-huh. And, and that's that's the way it is. And both ways are fantastic. And and sometimes if I have an intimate class or if I have an intimate little concert, 
I asked them to come and to, to strum, strum the guitar and, and all that, or to pet the puppet that I'm having. Yeah. And, and so to make it a little bit more intimate. And when I have a big show, of course, I cannot do that. But that, that's what I like to do. Yeah. And that, that's the biggest difference in terms of, of kids. The biggest difference for me has been food, <laughs> which I miss. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, um, and the hustle and bustle. I mean, I'm from Lima, uh-huh. which is the capital of Peru. So it's pretty much like New York. It's, not as big as New York, but it's pretty much it's, like it's it. pretty so big. Yeah, it huh. wasn't a cultural shock at all. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. And did you did you come to the United States by yourself? Yes. Oh my goodness! And how old were you when that when you did that? Twenty three. <laughs> Whoa! So twenty three years old, coming to New York, making your life—that's pretty impressive. That's an amazing, amazing story. Um, <laughs> So you just mentioned puppets. I'm very interested in puppets. Tell me a little bit about your puppets and how they're a part of your show. Puppets are all, always been part of my life when I even started. I think they draw so much attention to the kids. And, and I also embody the voice of the puppet. And, and uh, we do it all together. And I always try to, to bring a puppet here and there. Because, um, I mean, they're so cute. Yeah, they're so cute, right. <laughs> <laughs> the kids love it. So I have big puppets and small puppets and animal puppets. And I include them. The song Kitty, I always bring a, a uh-huh. puppet out. And I ask a kid to pet it and to hold it while I sing yeah. the song. Yeah, that, that's a great song, too. Um, <laughs> another of the songs that I would love to get your insight on is um, De Colores. Um, I've heard that song a few different times, um, but I know, and, it, and it's a sort of, I, I guess what I would call a standard, but, mm-hmm. but the song means a lot to you. You sort of uh, mentioned this to me before we really started going here. So tell me about that song, maybe a little bit of the song's history and why it's so important to you. Well, that song, my grandma used to sing it to me. My mom used to sing it to me. And then I did a show about stories of South America, and I put it on, and I saw all the grandmas and the moms that are from Hispanic heritage would sing it with me. And they were like, oh, that song, I love it so much. Thank you for singing it today. Uh, It's my home. And, um, okay, so so this song has such a good connection. Let's put it in the album. It's my favorite song um, to sing for kids. uh Uh-huh. I sang it today. <laughs> yeah, you sang it today, yeah. I can. Yeah. And then we decided, me and my producer, to make it kind of like a, a mariachi arrangement to it. Uh-huh. Because he's from Mexico, and I was, okay, so let's, let's make it Mexican here. Let's try let's try to put some more instruments and all that. So we got the accordion, and, and I wish we had a trumpet, but we were running on time. <laughs> so we didn't include it. Um, yeah. Oh bummer! And it, is, and, and it came out really good. Yeah, I mean, we should mention that the uh, every song on the on the album has a different feel, right? Like they all have sort of a different, and and I think you talk about it on your website and things like that. That some are rock and roll or bluegrass or yeah. or like a mariachi sound, and I think that that's very intentional and that's really cool and it comes through on the record. Thanks. I- when I presented the songs to my producer, he was like, well, that sounds kind of rock and roll, and that sounds blue, like bluegrassy. How? How did you just have all these different rhythms and sounds? And I'm like, I'm a mix of cultures. Uh-huh. Right. It's all here. It's all right here. What do you mean? Yeah. I grew up with so many different music. If you listen, if you look at my Pandora app, I have like baladas románticas from like my dad's side, uh-huh. I have Nora Jones, I have jazz, <laughs> I have, yeah. I have uh, these Blue Brothers and all these 
different musical theater, all these different sounds, and yeah. I love them all, pop. Pop, yeah. So I try to put as, as many as, as they, it reflects me into the album. Yeah, that's great. Um, so you have a, a, a couple of running, running gigs, right? Like a couple of ways that people who are in the New York area can, can find you and see you live. Um, what are some of those things, and how can people find you and connect with you and things like that? In New York, I do shows at the Sugar Hill Storytelling Museum of Art, uh, which is in Harlem. I do Story Hour every Friday. And I have my little group of fans that come and see it. And <laughs> so we do a story, we reenact it, and we do music with it. And I also do shows for the New York Public Library. And I used to do shows for Museo del Barrio, but they have uh, they have issues with their budget. So uh, let's see when, when we come back again. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, but all these shows just made me remind me of, of my love of music. So that's why I'm like, I'm turning into doing more concerts and make it bigger. So uh-huh. I can have more kids and we can have more fun together. Yeah. Well, I think the, the fun comes through. All of your songs are fun. You're clearly a fun person to talk to <laughs> and be around. Um, so I have a question that is not necessarily music related or, you know, career related. Um, but the... Um, Something that comes up often on the Good Stuff Kids podcast is food because I love I love food. Um, yeah. So, what would you recommend to someone who is going to try Peruvian food for the first time? What's your favorite? I'm sorry. Oh my god! <laughs> I love it all. I love arroz con pollo, anticuchos. If you like to be experimental, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to eat the heart of a cow? Oh, okay. <laughs> Go with the anticucho. That's the hardest. He was freaked out by this when he came in. <laughs> but then he's like, okay, I'll try it. And he's like, this is yummy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, if you're feeling and brave. Anticuchos and uh, sofal de pollo. A lot of people like ají de gallina, which is this yellow sauce from this yellow pepper that we have in Peru. And uh, all those things. Causa rellena, papa la huancaína, my friends love. So, so I, all, all of it. Ceviche, everything you can. If you like fish, ceviche, yeah. you cook with the lemon. Uh-huh. Delish, delish. So, so basically, <laughs> find a Peruvian restaurant, order everything on the menu. It sounds like the plan. Rotisserie chicken is very popular. Yeah, rotisserie chicken, great. Um, cool, well, thanks for that. That's what I mean. Like, that's the really important stuff. Um, so your website is floorbromley.com. And you're on Facebook, right? And mm-hmm. other social media things. But I guess... Everything comes to the website, right? So that's where people should find Instagram, you. I'm on Twitter, I'm on Spotify, I'm on Pandora. I try, I, I try Snapchat, but I don't have it on my phone yet. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I'm Snapchat may be a little bit beyond us. I have like people in their like early 20s trying to explain that to me. It's it's so far beyond me. I do not get it. Are you calling me old? <laughs> no, I'm calling myself old. I'm calling myself old. Um, so, Flora, it's been amazing to talk to you. Um, I know you got to run to a gig, um, but I, I really think your album's great, and I think what you're doing is great, and the focus on education is um, is going to drive you to, to big things. I think it's really great. So thank you for your time. Thank you, and I hope you enjoy the album and keep sharing it to your kids. Okay, <laughs> will do. Thank you. Bye. Bye. I want to thank Flora again for taking the time to talk to me about her new record, 
Music Chicky Boom. It was so great to talk to her. I hope you enjoyed that. Puppets, right? She was talking about puppets and she was talking about a Rose Compoyo and all the concerts that she does. And then with the cow hearts, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, she hits me with the cow hearts. Thank you all so much for listening. For anything and everything that you need to know about the Good Stuff Kids podcast, simply go to www.goodstuffpod.com. That's www.goodstuffpod.com. And now, Flor's song, Las Aves Vuelan, in its entirety. Thanks for listening. Talk to you very soon. When it gets really cold and you're freezing to your bones, what do birds do? Birds fly. Cuando empieza el frío y te pones el abrigo, las aves se van de aquí.
stuff.